Welcome back to the Unless the Seed podcast series, Why God Does Not Want Your Money. And today, episode four, Seed to Keep Producing is found inside itself. It's going to be an amazing episode today. A whole lot of fresh revelation. Perhaps you have never heard this before. Perhaps you have heard it and you've forgotten. Perhaps it's just a reminder today. Whatever it is, just excited to be with you today. Listen, God's got you on this journey of discovering the purpose and the power of seed. So as you continue on this journey, I'm still believing with you that as God starts to reveal this fresh manner into your spirit, God is going to speak to you in dreams. God's going to speak to you while you walk in the cool of the day out there in the marketplace. God is always with us. He's in us by the Holy Spirit. And so get ready for God to speak to you afresh again today. I'll see you on the other side of this. Episode four today, seed to keep producing is found inside itself. Our scripture verse we started out at the beginning of the series, Genesis 1 verse 11. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. So before we look at this seed truth today, this episode four, a bit of a reminder of our seed truths we've covered in the previous episodes. Our seed truth one was a seed sown is the source of life on the earth, that the earth can only bring forth with seed as oxygen is to breathing and as fish is to water, so seed is to soil, so a seed must be planted. We looked at seed truth two as well, that seed sown produces harvest similar to itself. And we had a look at the fact that money produces money, old clothes produce old clothes, apples produce apples, apple seeds produce apple harvests, apple seeds don't produce peach harvests, so cash produces cash. And I know many people don't stumble over this, but sometimes it sounds like so simple, but that's what Paul wrote to the church in Galatians and said, oh foolish Galatians, who's bewitched you from the simplicity of this gospel? And so as we move to episode four, but see through three today, see to keep producing is found inside itself. From Genesis 1.11, the Bible said, whose seed is in itself on the earth, and it was so. So the seed is not outside the apple, but inside the apple. The Bible says that the seed that you sow in order to produce again is not found outside of the fruit, but inside the fruit. It is found inside itself. So we all know an apple seed is found inside the apple, and so too a peach and a plum and a watermelon seed. They're all found inside themselves. The seed to produce a harvest similar to itself is found inside itself. Well, the same rings true for the animal kingdom. A sheep seed is found inside a ram. A cow seed is found inside the bull. And it's no different for the human kingdom. Human seed is found inside the male. This truth is incredibly powerful because it is logically accepted that apple seeds are found inside the apple, animal seed is found inside the animal, and human seed for procreation is found inside the male. However, when it comes to our own lives in every other area, we seem to forget this incredibly powerful logic. Somehow, we've been raised to think our increase in multiplication will come from outside of ourselves or from someone else. So ask not what someone else's seed can do for you. I mean, many people live with a, what can my company do for me or what can my government give me or what can my parents do for me or give me or buy me? We live with that mindset very often. And many people live with a, my deliverance will come from somewhere else or outside of myself. We live with that expectation very often. Increase, many people think, is going to come from someone or something. Maybe I will win the lottery and have a sudden increase and advancement in my life. Or maybe I'll get lucky and by some unknown chance or source, I will advance in life. 
I don't say that it's not people aren't going to help you. Of course, God uses people to help us and God uses circumstances to our advantage all the time. But isn't it always amusing to see how many Hollywood movies have been produced with this underlying thinking? It's always someone trying to rob a bank or break into a casino. Or in our old Western movies of days gone by when I was a youngster, it's always someone trying to hijack the stagecoach or gain instant increase by taking something from someone else. Movies, we base them around the bad guys always have the money and the good guys must come rob it. Or, you know, it's always some devious business owner who has a lot of money. And yes, there are devious business owners who have a lot of money, devious government officials who have, you know, corruption in them. But not every government official is corrupt. Not every business owner is corrupt. Not every person that has is blessed or has income is corrupt. Yet the enemy wants us to believe we must always try and take something from someone else. So I need money and I need it quickly often is what we live by. Man's systems for increase and growth are set up in direct contradiction to God's way of seed time and harvest. Human ways are often quick fixed outside of their own responsibility to have to sow seed. You need money? Go gambling at the casino. You need mega wealth? Give only two rand or two dollars or two euros or two pounds to win potentially millions on the lottery. Need exponential growth? Invest only a small startup amount in a local pyramid investment scheme. As the cliche goes, if it sounds too good to be true, it most likely is. So the list goes on and on. Humans are always looking to get the harvest or increase quickly and outside of themselves. Taker or a giver. A taker's mindset is many humans' problems. If I can't get it, then I'll take it or steal it or rob it from someone else. But I'm not going to sow it, give it or offer it from myself or my time or my resource. No, I will get it from outside myself. Yet God said the seed for continual growth, fruitfulness and multiplication comes from within the fruit or within the human. If your fruit could speak, okay, imagine if, if the fruit that could behave or think or act like humans do and have a taker's mindset. I want you to go on a bit of a imagination journey with me here. But you'd have the apple tree raiding the peach tree in an attempt to steal the peach's seed. The apple uh, would think that by taking seed from outside itself, it'll produce another apple just like itself. Only to find out that after a few years that the seed that the apple tree took from the peach tree produced a harvest not at all what the apple tree wanted. The apple tree then cries out to God and says, God, why am I not seeing my orchard increasing? I'm sowing seed, but it's not producing the results I want. What must I do, God? The apple cries out. God would probably reply something along the lines of, Mr. Apple Tree, it is quite simple. If you want to see your orchard grow, you need to sow seed. But not only any old seed or seed you take from outside yourself will do, you need to take the seed I already put inside of you. When you lay down some of the seeds you find inside yourself, then you will see more apple trees just like yourself grow. It'll produce much increase in multiplication in your orchard. So question to us today in this episode, what areas of your life do you live with an outside of yourself mindset? What areas do you expect increase and growth to come in your life, but you're not sowing seed from within your own harvest? It's these principles that are so powerful in our lives. You see, your money cannot be taken. When it comes to sowing financial seed, so many people struggle because they have the, the church. All the church wants is my money mindset. They want to take my money. Jesus faced a similar situation in his earthly ministry, like many people are when they're challenged to give financial seed. His disciples were thinking the Jews were going to take his life. 
but his reply was incredibly powerful. This was because he understood fully that his life was a seed and it was governed by his father's principles. Jesus' reply was, no one takes my life, but I lay it down myself. Listen to this powerful verse in John 10, 18. No one takes it from me, Jesus speaking, but I lay it down myself. I have the power to lay it down and I have the power to take it again. The command I have received is from my father. So when it comes to financial seed, we should have exactly the same approach. No one takes my money, but I lay it down myself. I have the power to give it or the power to keep it. The choice is mine. But because I understand God's ways of operation on the earth, you don't have to force me or try to take it from me. I will lay it down. (laughs) I pray that you'll catch this example of Jesus' seed sacrifice in every area of your life. Watch God give you seed sown back to you in resurrected form. Just like he raised his son, more powerful than before, he will raise your life also as you choose to lay certain seeds down as God speaks to you by the Holy Spirit. Remember, seed to produce on the earth comes from within yourself. Have you ever noticed how society celebrates a pregnant married couple when the seed came from within the husband and from within the marriage covenant? But how society frowns upon rape, and so it should, when a man sows seed outside of consent or marriage. God never designed creation to advance from outside itself, from taking from others. He designed us to advance by using seed from within. Have you also noticed the proud moment at a wedding when the father gives or sows his daughter to a new husband and everyone celebrates the moment? However, have you also noticed the exact opposite in a recent Hollywood blockbuster movie called Taken, where a father's daughter is taken without consent and the father goes to extreme measures in rescuing his daughter? Taking someone's daughter without consent is never celebrated, but sowing your own daughter who came from your own seed to her new husband with consent is always celebrated and fruitful. We saw in Seed Truth 2 that Jesus said in Mark 11:22, we will have whatever we say. Jesus was saying that we determine the type of harvest by the type of words that come from within us. There is an old idiom that says, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words cannot harm me. The truth is, words that come from others, the outside, have no or little effect on your harvest in life. Although people's words are painful to hear at times, they do not decide your destiny unless you allow it. But what does send your life in a certain direction are the word seeds that come from within ourselves. Luke 6.43 says, A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from thorn bushes, and grapes are not picked from bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. The same rings true for every other area of our life. A sheep farmer who tries to advance by taking sheep from outside his farm will be up for theft. However, he knows that his own rams have to sow seed from within themselves to impregnate the ewes so that his stock can be fruitful and multiply. Because your deliverance, even when it comes to your finances, your deliverance lies within your salary. So many people get so offended by the tithe and the teaching of financial principles in churches around the world. And I often say some of the 
the most debatable and hottest topics in the Christian circles is money and what my tithe, what I must give to the church. And I say to us all the time, money is the least. Jesus says money is the least. And the enemy will want to make money the most. Judas himself had issues when Mary brought that spiked in oil and poured it on Jesus' beard and, and feet. He said, we could have given this money to the poor. We could have used it. But the Bible says he actually, in fact, was stealing the money at the time. So it's normally people that haven't been set free from the control of money that always have money issues. And I don't say you control today. I don't say you, you shouldn't debate or reason or ask questions from a biblical perspective. If some pastor or preacher says, if you give seven seeds in the next seven minutes, there's going to be a sevenfold. I don't believe in any of that stuff. But I do believe very soundly in principles, the principles of seed time and harvest. And even when it comes to your salary, it is no different when it comes to your financial advancement in life. Seed to advance will come from within the fruit of your salary or within your income you receive. If you earn, let's say, $3,000, rand, pounds, euros, whatever currency you're listening in, a month, and you would like to grow your income, career, and finances over a period of time, the answer lies within your income. You know now, like the apple, the seed to grow and reproduce more apples lies inside the apple. And the same goes for your finances. The seed for growth lies within your income, not outside your income. Your income is your harvest for hard work every month. But if you consume or use all your income without sowing seed from within itself, it neutralizes God's principles of seed time and harvest. So instead of giving God and the systems on earth some of its much-required seed, you'll soon be forced to look outside yourself and borrow money to keep growing. That has never been God's intent for us as His children. Borrowing money makes us subject to the lender and robs us from being able to grow God's way as we now have to pay that debt back. Proverbs 22 verse 7, the Bible says, Just as the rich rule the poor, so the borrower is servant to the lender. Remember, unless the seed is sown, it is impossible to increase your income God's way. I can hear some of you asking, Pastor, but I have friends who don't give anything at the moment and they still get an annual raise. Yes, they do and they might. But I'm not speaking about living by man's economic indicators or man's reward system. I'm speaking about living by God's principles and God's kingdom reward system. There will come a, a time when God will excel your future beyond all natural annual raises and bonuses. See, Mark 4.26, the Bible says, And God said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, and after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. So I want to say to you as we conclude this episode today, that seed to produce or to advance is within itself. I was watching a video recently that somebody sent me where a person planted three containers of seeds in each container. In the first container, they put all three of these little seed examples on a windowsill in the sun. And the first container, they put two little seeds in it and they just put the cotton wool over the seed and they left it and they just said they ignored it. They, they said nothing to that seed. The second one, they put seed in it and they said every day before this thing starts to grow and to form, curse that thing. Tell it it's going it's to be a useless plant. Tell it its leaves are going to grow upside down. Tell it it's not going to amount to anything. 
And the third one was same seed in the thing, but tell this third one, it's amazing, it's brilliant, it's beautiful, it's going to grow up to be an amazing plant, a huge plant, it's going to praise it, just give it praise all the time. And the survey and the study showed that at the end of the, and they show actual images and videos, and they say the first one that was just ignored, it grew up to be like an average size plant. The one that was cursed literally stayed small and its leaves literally grew upside down as they cursed it. And the third one, where they praised it and spoke life over it, grew up to be the largest of the three plants. And again, you see the power of your spoken words, the seeds from that come from within us. Jesus himself, we see in scripture, he curses a fig tree and the fig tree withers. And the disciples said, why? He said, because you have this authority to speak to things. Jesus at one time said in Mark 11, he said, you shall say to the mountain, be thou removed. He wasn't speaking about a physical mountain as in Cape Town, Stable Mountain. But he was saying, very often there are mountains that are in our lives. Could be mountains of debt, could be mountains of fear, could be mountains of doubt, could be mountains of anything. Unbelief, low self-esteem. And Jesus said, you have the authority within you, the words that come from within that you speak out. He says, life and death, Proverbs says, 1822, life and death lies in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So there is a fruit connected to the other side of your spoken words that come from within. There is a fruit that lies from within your salary. There is a fruit that lies within the first fruits of your increase. If you increased in any way, like you get a bonus or a, or a, a, a commission over and above your salary, or you get inheritance, or you get blessed for your birthday, whatever it is, the Bible's very clear. Honor the Lord with your possessions and the first fruits of your increase so that your barns may be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So we see again this principle. As we honor God, as we are seed-minded, as we are sowers of seed, but notice it's not outside ourselves. So many children today, young, this young generation, are waiting for their parents all the time to bail them out or to buy things for them or to remove the obstacles from their lives. They want to live these sort of perfect Instagram, social media lives. But when they face their own battles, they want to try and run away. And I don't say it's a weak generation. I say it's a generation that must be taught that the seed to keep producing is found inside itself. As the apple example we used earlier about if the apple tree tries to steal the peach tree's seed and then says to the Lord, why is my life not producing more apples? It's because you've taken seed from outside yourself. Now, again, I don't say you shouldn't ask for help and you shouldn't get people to support you. The Bible is very clear. God will bless you, give to you, and man shall press into your bosom. So God always uses man to bless us. It's through man that God always activates and opens doors, but he's the one that ultimately opens it. But I want you to get something today, that God says that the seed to produce is inside itself. So don't look for the government. Don't look for the lottery. And if God uses other means to bless you, thank God for that. But you take the full responsibility. I'm going to give a portion of my salary away every month to God. I'm going to give a portion of my increase away, the first fruits of my increase over and above my salary. Why? Because as I put seed into the ground from myself, as my hand releases it from my life, God is going to take that and resurrect that and continue to bless your life in ways that will surprise you. It will astound you. So come on, child of God. I'm super excited about the life that is lying ahead for you. Now, we're not, we don't give to manipulate God or to try and twist God's arm. We sim simply just apply principles on this earth. It's the person of Jesus that prepares us for eternity. 
but it's the principles of Jesus that prepare us for the earth. And so as you live by those principles, as you apply seed time and harvest, as you do to procreate, as you do to seed will produce a harvest similar to its kind, but the seed to sow is in itself. So don't look around you. What have you got to give? The Bible speaks about the widow who gave two mites. In Kings, in Old Testament, the Bible speaks about the, the widow who baked bread for Elijah the prophet. And he said, give me the bread first. I don't have bread. He said, give me the bread. Give honor the man of God or honor the, the kingdom of God. And as she gave and, and gave the man of God the bread, the Bible said the flour never ran out. It's God. God shall supply all your need according to his riches, not according to his lack. And God, the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, supplies seed to sowers. You can never out-sow God. So God will always supply. As you put seed in the ground, watch what God is going to do. So Father, I thank you today for every listener. May this word fall into the soil of their hearts. May they stop looking for solutions or deliverance outside of themselves, trying to get governments and lotteries and parents and, and companies and bosses and whoever trying to live in this world where we're always looking for something else to deliver us. No, Father, you said seed to keep producing on the earth is found inside itself. I pray that you speak to every listener today, that you prompt them, Holy Spirit, to start listening to what you have to say to them, to start to throw that offering in on a Sunday, that tithe on a, on a monthly basis. As you increase them, give a portion back to your kingdom, Jesus. And as they do that, show them, Father, how gracious and good you are. You supply seed to sowers. And may you continue to supply seed to every sower that's listening to this episode today. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, have a great week. Can't wait to be with you next week. In episode five, we're talking about seeding your need. God's not, God is not moved by our no need. God is moved by our sown seed. Get ready for an amazing episode next week. Share this episode as I always ask you. It's free with somebody else who you feel might need to hear this. Could bless someone's life, help somebody's life, increase, improve. Have a great week. See you next week in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>